Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you finna do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view, it drew. Shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs that's up high and Back to another episode of On the Screws podcast. Uh, we're just going to chat about the hottest topic in golf. We have, uh, we have to. Um, and then we'll be into uh, a really cool chat with Joe from Uncommon Golf. Bryce, how are you doing? Good. Uh, best time of year, in my opinion, Christmas and New Year's. Um, fun time coming up here. So excited for that and excited to talk about uh, the big cat back in action. So I know. I know it's kind of a gift to all of us, right? So going to uh, try and get into it here. Um, post up these episodes if you're listening to this. Hopefully it's on Wednesday and uh, you're not skipping out on Christmas dinner to listen to us. But if you are, um, we've received a lot of good feedback lately. Thank you to everybody who's uh, kind of checked out the pod this year and made it, uh, made it really cool. It's a um, little over a year now, as we mentioned. So, um, But let's talk about it, man. Charlie Woods or the big cat, little cat, medium cat? Like... I still think he's a little cat. Yeah. I don't think he's a medium cat yet. He's still in the forward tees, but wow. Yeah. Hitting looking. like 240, 250 yard drives. So, uh, one thing I will mention is I did pick the dailies to win, and uh, JD2 does not want to be called Little John anymore. So, um, in reference to Tiger Woods being Little Cat, we're not calling JD. Uh, he's hitting three, like 290 yard carries and stuff like that. He does not want to be called uh, little John anymore, but yeah, man, um, they played awesome. They played absolutely unreal. I kind of expected them to go low. The Thomases, like you said, the sinks and obviously the woods, Charlie kind of stole the show though, man. What, what do you think? Did you get to watch a lot of it? Uh, I watched pretty much all of Saturday. Um, Sunday, I kind of got a couple glimpses of it, but yeah, a lot of, um, a lot of like replays and highlights on Instagram and stuff. And the kid's going to be good. I don't care what anyone says. He's, he's going to be good. Yeah. I was listening to the four play guys. They were talking about how, like, I guess somebody's put a ranking out of the top 100, like 12 year olds or, or whatever in the world or in the States or North America, whatever it may be. And, uh, I, I guess he didn't get like too much love. And like, uh, one of the past guests here, Carlos kind of posted about, um, uh, like a guy from this area, a young player in this area. I can't remember his name, but he, um, he plays pretty well too. But I, I was thinking about, uh, like in all the Gemini man comments, I was explaining that to you, Bryce, it's like a movie where like Will Smith was a soldier. He was like recreated as like a super soldier or whatever. And, uh, the comments of like Tiger Woods and Charlie Woods, like Tiger essentially recreating them. I think, you know, the, there's endless, I don't want to say endless ability, but endless resources to Charlie Woods. And I think that that is going to be something that will kind of see him separate himself from the other young players in the game. If, if he wants it to, right. For sure. Yeah. That's a big thing. If he wants it, if he wants to, which I mean, we've seen it, uh, it looks like he does. He looks all into it. I mean, he's got all the mannerisms of his dad and kind of the same features and yeah, almost same swing as well. So I mean, you can tell he's been working on his game because you don't just get that good being that young without practicing. So, like more this year too, right? Like he missed a couple short pots, like a couple like three, four footers, and like he was pissed, man. Like it, he seemed like he was out there to win and compete. And you know, the dailies like absolutely stole the show. And like I shouldn't say stole the show, Charlie stole the show, but like they they dominated, right? Like they could have they didn't even kind of put the foot on the gas at the end. Like they had already kind of wrapped up the tournament. They knew it, but um, JD two man is a hell of a player. Like I'm looking forward to watching him because Tiger Woods would agree. Cause Tiger Woods has made the comment before that he believes 
John Daly is the most talented golfer of all time. And I think a lot of people say like, what do you mean by that? Like, oh, it's Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, stuff like that. But like the most like God-given talent, whatever you want to call it, without training, without trying, wearing shoes, a pair of jeans and no shirt on the golf course, John Daly is out there like shooting low sixties and stuff. So drinking all night, going out, playing, you know, rounds at the U S open, like beating Tiger Woods and some of these stories and stuff like that. I think like just the ability that he was given and hopefully like you can see he's passed that, those genetics down to JD too. And like his game is wild. It's so good. And uh, he's got a really, really good putting stroke too, which John Daly was always known for. And that was one of the most underrated things in his game. Um, but having like a nice set of hands as well as hitting the ball, you know, back in the day, 320, 330, which guys weren't doing, right? But um, yeah, we got a really cool chat with, uh, with Uncommon Golf coming up. So I just want to kind of, if you're if you're tuning in to check that out, we'll only be a couple minutes here. We just had to talk about the PNC a little bit. It was kind of a gift to everybody, and uh, might be a little bit late for you guys to get it by Christmas. But uh, the holidays have come early this year, and Manscaped have the gift that keeps on trimming. They have not come early. They're in like two days if you're uh, listening to this podcast. Santa's beard isn't so appealing when it's coming out of your trousers, and that's why Manscaped, the leaders in below the ba- well uh, below the waist grooming. Have you covered this holiday season now available in your country? Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped to keep their trees trimmed and ornaments polished. I am struggling through this one. Go to manscaped.com and use the code OTSGOL at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Happy holidays. Hopefully you guys are able to go check it out. Bryce and I got some of their products. They're really amazing. Um, thanks to everybody at Manscaped. Happy holidays. Check out the uh, Check out the site. They've got some really cool stuff. But uh, yeah, Bryce. Any uh, last thoughts on the PNC that you want to uh, that you want to touch on? Uh, yeah, I want to touch on uh, Carl Stenson. Uh, okay. I won't go too deep into it, but he's the youngest player in the field. Uh, well, youngest partner, I guess, in the field. But uh, this kid was awesome. I mean, he was, yeah. he was, especially in the greens. I mean, he was draining pots out there, from what I saw. And the kid, uh, he says he said he plays with. Uh, I don't know Ian Poulter's son's first name. But uh, he says he gets out with him once in a while. Yep. I heard uh, he's pretty good too, Poulter's son. So yeah. I mean, those two, could, those two could. Uh, you might have to keep your eye on them here. They were there, right? They were. And hey, Ian Poulter is known to be one of the best putters of all time, and Hendrick Stenson is debatably the best iron player of all time. Um, yeah. You know, we were actually talking a little bit with uh, Joe from Uncommon about Mo Norman and Ben Hogan, which are considered to be two of the best ball strikers of all time. So the, like, the difference between iron players and ball strikers isn't all that much, but like ball strikers of just the pure swing. So Mo, Mo, like Mo Norman is a Canadian. Um, Bryce, I'm not sure if you're very familiar with him. He's kind of an older guy. He's got like 55 course records or PGA Tour Canada wins. Uh 33 PGA Tour Canada Windsor course records. And he was kind of the um the first, like, you know, Bryson has like the single swing plane almost, like, well, especially with his wedges and stuff, right? So he was like the first to bring it in, kind of like a uh <laughs> Bryce has yeah. got the, the cat wandering in the camera here, but uh he was the first to use apparently one length irons. It was not really kind of, you know, completely confirmed, but uh just kind of like a unique guy and, and, uh, kind of uncommon. And that's how, uh, that's how we had gotten connected with Joe and we're talking about uh, their story and how they kind of, you know, gave like an ode to Mo Norman about the brand. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think there's a lot of really good young talent, man. And I think we're going to see a lot, 
I don't know. It was fun to watch. I love watching the PNC. I remember last year, like obviously everybody was glued to the TVs watching Charlie Woods, but uh, yeah, we had team Daly Woods, team Thomas, which um, I think, you know, most people, if you're laying a, laying a buck down, it's probably on team Thomas there. And uh, I know his dad just didn't have it. He wasn't feeling well this year. Um, so it was a little bit different for them. The sinks, which you like too, Bryce. And I think everybody does sink. Stuart sinks got a couple wins in the last, uh, last calendar season or so. Uh, team Layman, Team Singh, Team Kutcher, Team O'Mara, Stensons, and uh, Rich Beam. Rich Beam and uh, Team Beam was there, which was pretty cool. Uh, Gary pretty Player. Sure, I'm pretty sure Stuart Singh's kids have stud. Yeah, well, he's caddied for him a couple times too, right? They had two wins last year. They won the Heritage and they won something else, and, and he I was on the bag. He's actually his full-time caddy. I think he's like fully on the bag now with him. I think he went back to school. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, oh, okay. I think that that had just um, – that it kind of just came to an end recently. Um, but it wasn't for like any, any reason really, but, uh, yeah. And then team Cordas. So I thought that that was a pretty cool, pretty cool moment. Like seeing Nelly Corda, like, okay, so Nelly Corda is the best female golfer in the world right now. And, <clears throat> you know, kind of being like starstruck by tiger walk, walking up and saying like, Mr. Woods, can I get a photo with you? That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. and you know, like tiger was like, of course, and then had some really nice things to say about her. And, and her game is, uh, is pretty damn good. Like they, uh, they were 12th and minus 17. So they shot 63, 64. So that's a pretty good round. Um, and then I, I really liked watching Bubba. Um, that was a lot of fun. Like, I think it was just a really cool event and, um, looking forward to seeing each year kind of those young guys, like the Poulters, hopefully the Poulters hop in next year. And, uh, yeah, we get, uh, we get woods out there and, and it's pretty, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be kind of cool to see how those guys grow up and how they play together and the Stensons as well. Carl Stenson. Well, I, I told Shay watching it cause, uh, they have a timeshare down in Orlando and it's like 15 minutes from Ritz Carlton. Oh really? Like, it's there every year, isn't it? Yeah. It's been there. Well, the last, at least I, I think it's there every single year. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's been there at least her, for the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I told her, I was like, I want to go down. <laughs> She's like, Oh, whatever. Like, I'm going. <laughs> so, I, uh, I was actually looking something up. It just kind of popped in the Google chat when I was, uh, or into the Google, like, uh, like auto, whatever it is, but, um, they actually get paid. Like there's a payout for this and yeah. the dailies get 200 K. Do you think that's going straight to uh JD too? I mean, I don't know. I'm, they, I don't they, they split the days, right? Like JD two dominated on Saturday. Like he played unreal, kind of kept him in it. And, uh, yeah. I think Charlie Woods is getting the 80 K for second place. I think so. I mean, I don't think it matters at this point. <clears throat> no, just, no. And you know, uh, so. <laughs> What's it for, though? Yeah, rounding out the top three was Justin and Mike Thomas at 53,000. So, you know, that uh, JT is a really good guy. He's giving his dad that money, which yeah. is uh, which is pretty awesome. So, um, I think that's about it, though, for the PNC. Um, again, this will be our actually second last episode. We've got Spencer Dungey from the Athletic Therapy Lab coming on next week. Um, I got to spend some time at Athletify with him in Newmarket, Ontario was really cool. So we'll be popping that one out. I'm thinking next Wednesday, uh, just to kind of get away from our day on Friday there. Um, cause it's the holiday season. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to uh, hop on here before we get Joe out. Uh, wish everybody a holiday, happy holiday season, stay safe. Uh, you know, play some golf if you can roll some putts in the basement, whatever it is. And, uh, if you haven't already go over, check out uh, manscape.com use OTS golf, at the, uh, shopping cart follow us on OTS golf on Instagram and on the screws podcast over on YouTube. Uh, what about you, Bryce, anything going on, anything before we head out? 
Oh, just happy holidays to everyone and uh, have good Christmases or whatever you celebrate. And yeah, it's the best time of year in my opinion. So have fun. And thanks to uh, thanks to everybody again for all the uh, love lately that we've got. It's been really cool. Um, we are a little bit backed up. We're booking into I think like March now. Um, so really appreciate everybody being patient. We want to try and get as many people on the pod as we can. And of course, if you want to come on and chat some golf, shoot us a DM at OTS Golf on Instagram. We'll uh, yeah, we'll link up. We'll get you on the pod. Um, be a few minutes. But uh, yeah, we're gonna pop out a couple special edition episodes here and there with some companies that we've been able to connect with, which has been pretty cool. So. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll see you. Uh, yeah, we'll see you again soon. And um, yeah, let's hear from uh, Joe at Uncommon Golf. Let's uh, let's hop into it. We are here with Joe from Uncommon, uh, another episode of On the Screws podcast. Joe, how are you doing? Thanks for hopping on, man. I am good today. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Stoked about this. Yeah, I uh, I first kind of I found you guys a little bit a little while ago, but I, I recognized, um, you from Patrick Hardy's page as well. So he had posted something a few months ago, I think it was. And, uh, you and I got talking, um, said kind of, let's get yeah. you on. And, and, uh, here we are. Finally, we, uh, we got you on to talk about the brand a little bit. Always nice to kind of, you know, get golf brands on, do whatever we can up here. Um, like we're in the Toronto area. You mentioned that you're kind of spread out all throughout the States, but if we can, uh, get a couple of years on the uh, brand for you, that's the idea of the pod. Right. So, yeah. um, if you don't mind, maybe you could just uh, tell us a bit about yourself, um, a little bit yeah. about the brand, and uh, yeah, we'll hop into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so my name is Joe Green. I, I live in Salt Lake City. Um, we started on Common. We've been live now about two, well, the, the brand went live about six or seven months ago, um, but the brand really kind of kicked into gear in about two years now, I'd say, so about a year and a half-ish, um, kind of in the works. Um, it was really interesting starting or <laughs> trying to start a brand during a global pandemic and, you know, learning about, uh, all of the shipping woes coming from overseas and, and tariffs and expenses going through the roof. And, um, you know, the, the whole team of us really ate a big slice of humble pie learning, um, you know, that we just couldn't have product in the States in a, in a month, like everything else we'd kind of learn from our, from our day jobs. Um, yeah, most of us on the Uncommon crew came from the action sports world. Um, skiing, snowboarding, skate. Um, and so, you know, you'll see a lot of influence about, um, you know, different board sports and things within our social media. Um, and so that's kind of where the brand, uh, you know, the inception of it was kind of started from that. And obviously we, we've all played golf. I've been playing golf um, competitively for 10 to 12 years now, just on a total amateur level, you know, state and qualifiers, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, that's kind of my background um, as far as that goes. But yeah, there, there's seven of us across the board. We're lit, literally spread out from Salt Lake City to Brooklyn to, um, to San Diego, um, down to Tucson. Our, our group is seven deep and it's kind of, kind of cool. We have a really eclectic, funny, funny group of guys that, that adds flavor to the, to the, to the team here. So, so that's, uh, it's pretty cool. I guess you guys must be pretty familiar with these Zoom calls then and, uh, kind of connecting online yes. anyway, right? So, um, yes. Now we, uh, we had the team of, uh, there's Joe, yourself, Joe, uh, Jonathan, Dan, Kyle, Nate. Uh, I missed a couple on there. Um, yeah. So there's, there's, uh, there's Scott, um, who's our operations guy. And then I'm trying to think of who else you just didn't mention there. Was there, was there Dave on there? No, Dave, no, Dave. No, Dave. Okay. So he's, right. in, he's in Tucson and, um, yeah, the, the brand would not survive without him. I can be totally honest with you. So I want to make sure he gets a. He gets a direct call out. The guy is is a wizard when it comes to getting product from overseas and 
can talk about urethanes and plastics till we're blue in the face. So he's, he's a great addition to the team. And like I said, it wouldn't, wouldn't survive without him. So yeah, we're, we're a pretty deep crew. Now, how did, uh, like you guys had mentioned, you mentioned now it's about a year and a half, two years kind of <laughs> since the inception of it. How, what was the, uh-huh. that moment where you guys said, okay, like we're going to start it up. Uh, we want to call it uncommon. I know you guys have a pretty unique, uh, approach to why you named it that, why you named the brand that, but can you speak to that yeah. a little bit for us, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like I said, we, um, I work for a, for a very prominent eyewear apparel manufacturer in the world, in, in, in the world. I, I work for Oakley. It's my day job. And there's a couple of us who have worked for Oakley in the past, um, involved with different, like I said, action sports brands. And, you know, what we saw happening in the golf world kind of mimicked what was happening in the snowboard and the skate world, like 10 years ago was there was a huge influx of all these really cool, unique, um, extremely creative brands, um, within the apparel, the equipment side of things, um, the lifestyle of the brand, whether it be a sticker or, you know, whatever it was. And, and we saw the same thing happening in golf, you know, about four or five years ago, it really started to explode. And, right. um, we like the, we started taking the idea of maybe doing like some head covers. We talked about doing some apparel and then it was like, well, how do we, how do we differentiate ourselves between everybody else in the, in the golf world that is already doing that? I mean, there are so many brands and I can name 10 of them right now that we love support back by ourselves. Um, and we just, we couldn't find a reason for us wanting to live in that, in that space of apparel or, you know, accessories. And so it was kind of like, well, what is something that we all burn through every single round that can be purchased. Um, and it was, it kind of came down to, to the golf ball piece of equipment. I don't think that we had the legs to, or, you know, the know-how to really start with a, with a club manufacturer that was kind of toyed around as well. Like, do we do something else? And so the golf ball was kind of a natural fit for us because, um, it hadn't really been done yet. You know, there wasn't like a unique ball manufacturer out there. Yes. There are some small boutique brands that are doing it. And you kind of saw it with, um, you know, a brand that does very brightly colored golf balls now. And, Bubba was playing with another competitor of ours for a minute, but, um, yeah, so the golf ball was kind of a natural fit for us. It, it hadn't been done in an expressional way yet. It had been done. Um, and everybody, you know, in the golf ball world was telling you how much better you're going to play and how much further you're going to hit it. And, you know, all of a sudden you're going to be able to win the masters if you start playing the golf ball. And we just felt like that was just not, it, it's just not true. And we all know that. And, um, so the golf ball was a pretty natural fit for us just because of the fact that it hadn't been done yet. It was unique. It was different. Um, and we were able to kind of put our own expression, our own twist on something that, that everybody has to have right on the golf course and usually burn through a lot of them when I play. So <laughs> you, you and um, me, you and me both. Now it, it is definitely a unique golf ball. Um, like it has the line yeah, that goes all the way around. It's got like your logo is so cool. Like I, I, that's one of the first things you guys did a great job with it. Cause that is one of the first things that kind of caught my mind or my eye. Thank you. Appreciate that. And, um, you know, the uncommon brand, we kind of talked about how there's a u- unique, um, I guess, story behind it or kind of how you guys came up with the idea of, uh, just being uncommon, right? And and there's a link to Mo Norman. So I mentioned that uh, I'm up in the Toronto area here. Mo Norman is a uh, prominent Canadian golfer. Um, like you said, 55 Canadian Tour wins, 33 course records, I believe. So that is kind of an ode to the ball. So can we talk about the story a little bit, and then we'll get into the uh, kind of the construction and the makeup of the two balls? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uncommon was, you know, our, our tagline within the brand is kind of play your way, and what you know, we, we, we thought about some things that we liked and what we didn't like about golf as a sport. And 
we noticed something that that is happening when golf and that is all inclusiveness right like whether you're different genders or, or race or you know um, sexual preferences or whatever there was there was kind of that still there's a little bit of a veil in golf um you know who can and can't play and obviously that derives from you know being at a nice country club you know with some some pretty strict rules on who can and can't play and we were just trying to figure out a way to talk about that and kind of get it out in the open and so you know we're just we're we're trying to kind of free up that world a little bit in golf of talking about you know why why can't i i play with this person or why can't they play with me or why does it why do i need to play with really good players or why can't a bad player would play with me and so um you know i you my my son plays with me a lot he's 10 his sons his his friends come to play with me all the time we spend a lot of time at the range and so we we really we really wanted uncommon to be kind of come one come all idea and everybody's allowed to play and come see what this game is about because it's a lot of fun it's outside you're not on your phone <laughs> um and so we just we really wanted to kind of create this all-inclusive um you know come as you are wear a t-shirt tuck in your shirt if you want wear pants if you want dress up dress down whatever it is um and so that was kind of the story behind of you know uncommon was just like let's step out and be a little bit irreverent about the sport so I love it. We've uh, we've chatted with the, a couple of guys from the Goat Track Social Club. I'm not sure if you're oh, yeah. if you know those yeah, guys. So like, great. yeah, Garrett yeah. and those guys. We talked to them recently on the pod. Um, but you know, kind of going back to no, more, Mo Norman, we talked about how um, the game was a lot less inclusive at, the, at during his time, right? So believed to be autistic right. and a single plane swing, which we see with one of the best golfers in the world using that now. It's rumored that he played one length irons. I don't know if that was actually true or not, but um, uh, it's rumored that he did. And, uh, you know, Tiger Woods talks about, uh, my friend Nick loves saying Tiger Woods talked about how Mo Norman has one of the uh, the best golf swings, um, you know, ever in the game, him and maybe Ben Hogan, right? So, um, yeah. yeah and, the, and the story, if you think about Mo Norman, um, you know, I would have really liked, you know, we when, when, when we started the brand, we kind of did a deep dive on this guy and, you know, we read stories about him sleeping in his car the week after he won a, a big event and got handed a check for five figures or whatever it was back then. Right. And if you think about it, that would never happen now, no. ever. And, you know, his 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 uniqueness uh, would be highlighted. It would be talked about. It would be on the golf channel. It would be discussed amongst us. Right. It would be it would be kind of embraced by the by the golf world. And so, um, you know, it's 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 really interesting to see how the golf sorry how how the sport is changing in that regard and really um opening its arms slowly to these to these kind of outliers and um you know we we want to make sure that that we're talking about that um anytime we talk about uncommon because it's important to us you know we're 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 over the mindset come one come all and let's just go play golf and have fun and um you know see what happens on the course so <laughs> definitely the uh yeah see what happens on the course because that is always <laughs> that's always something to remember we've got we've oh, had yeah. oh, you yeah. know we've we've had some pga tour uh PJ tour Canada, like pros on that have actually won on tour. Um, like, so some of the best players in Canada up here have hopped on the pod. Um, we've yeah. had a lot of new brands, big companies, small companies, whoever it is, new companies doesn't really matter. Um, you know, last week we had a young lady named Kylie. So she started up her, uh, journey and kind of put it up on Instagram. And now she's got, I think 11,000 followers. She's become very good at golf. And, uh, you know, we kind of got chatting with her about kind of sharing the game and getting younger girls interested in it. 
we our mm-hmm. in, our intro to the podcast is a golf rapper Roy Blackroy. Shout out to Roy! Like right away, he came on the pod. Let us use his music for the intro. So that's cool. kind of the idea is to just include as many people as we can in the game. I golf with my wife and my sister the most, and uh, they're both you know new to the game. I absolutely love it. Kind of like you mentioned with the with your son and it made me think i went out with a good buddy of mine curtis and his daughter and mm-hmm. she would love the uncommon golf ball so i might have to uh i might have to grab her a couple i remember her dumping a couple in the lake and thinking like okay i gotta fish through my bag or grab a couple from his bag <laughs> of the ones you know what i mean so but uh absolutely but yeah, yeah so she would just love the colors and uh i know it comes in like orange purple a couple other ones so if we can get into the yeah. you mentioned the ball construction a little bit um can we yeah. talk about how that kind of came out uh, about really you've got the mm-hmm the model 55 the model 33 so an ode to mo norman again like we mentioned the 33 yeah course records and i think he's got or it might have been backwards but 55 uh pga tour canada wins so can we talk about yeah. the ball construction a little bit yeah so, so we've got a three and a four piece ball um obviously the four piece is, is designed for kind of that higher to mid single digit handicap golfer right somebody that's looking for more of a performance aspect a little bit higher spin um, a little bit more distance off the tee. And then obviously the three piece, um, is designed for somebody that's kind of the mid team, 15 to 20 handicap. Um, you know, I am not sitting here trying to tell you that tiger woods was, is, should be playing a, a an uncommon golf ball because we've, we've, we, we've, we've kind of decided that, like I said, in the beginning of this, that that's, if you, if I hand you a, a golf magazine right now, or if I got on, if I get on the golf channel right now, we, you and I would be inundated with ads about right. how much better the golf ball or the driver or the wedge is going to make you at golf. And we all know that that is, you know, not a fact. <laughs> yes. It's an important part of, uh, you know, becoming better. And I think that we can all qualify and kind of narrow down a ball or a club that we like to play with. But, um, you know, it's, I, I don't think that you could hand, a uh, 15 digit handicapper a ball and and he would be a discerning enough player to say man this really made me a better player this round for x y and z purposes or reasons so um yeah the 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 three and the four piece ball they definitely play much different they perform extremely well um, we they are uh, usga and rna conforming and so the golf balls we we actually did quite a bit of testing in r&d on these balls, golf balls to try and find something that we like to play um, and then also we pass them down to a handful of different PGA teaching pros and golfers who are in their lower zero digit handicaps. Um, some of them even a plus. So, um, the balls, the ball's been put to through a pretty serious, rigorous testing process. And, um, I'm extremely happy with how they play. Um, they look awesome on the golf course. Um, and you talked about that alignment aid, we call it the dead aid alignment. And if you watch, I was just watching this weekend. Um, you know, a lot of the pros are, are marking their balls with like a, a alignment aid on the golf ball. And obviously that helps them start up the putts in the correct um, area. And that was something that I had done for years and I never understood why I couldn't find a golf ball that had that on there. Yeah, me too. You know, I, like, that, I, I can yeah. think of so many like pros getting to the first tee, like you see DJ all the time, grabs his balls, marks it, Bryson, same thing, like, mark it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of our, com- lot of the competing brands out there will do markings or, They'll put three lines on there, two lines on there. But for me personally, I just found out that, you know, just a thick black line on there was just the easiest way for me to putt better because it helped me start the ball exactly where I want. And I found out too, um, I spent a lot of time on the greens with my son. Like I said, he's 10, he's competing and trying for different qualifiers. He, I'm really focused on his short game and his putting. 
And I can tell you that when you hit a, a slice or a, or a, or a draw with your putter, it's going to give you instant feedback with our balls. If you hit a true putt, true North to South. So that was a little something that we learned along the way. I didn't realize that we were going to have that benefit, um, on the ball, but, um, yeah, like I said, the, the balls perform extremely well. I love how they look on the greens and we're, we're really proud of how they play. So. Looks cool and uh, and performs well. Um, I, yeah, I have not I have not tried them yet, but I, I'm looking forward to it because I think that uh, yeah I think they'll be pretty cool. And like I said, I I do the same thing. I know a lot of golfers who first thing they grab a new ball, mark it. Um, I've been able to caddy on the PGA Tour Canada a little bit. Same thing, mark it. Cool. Um, you know, so it's uh it's kind of a very regular thing that you see. I don't know. It seems like every second or third golfer is at least doing it, right? So, um, yeah, the Model Thirty Three is the three piece. Correct. Okay, yep. and then uh, the model five is four piece. Yep, okay, now, exactly, so. um, you guys, when I was kind of doing a little bit of research, checking out your page, looking through your website and whatnot, your Instagram page, which is really cool. So if anybody um is looking to check out Uncommon Golf, uh, scroll below. I'll put a link, and uh, they can check out your Instagram handle down below, and and your website as well. Now, I uh, I noticed that you guys posted the the pricing very transparently. So is that um that must right. have been something that the seven of you agreed upon. I haven't seen anybody do that before completely that transparent, um, down to like right. the, you know, the freight shipping labor, everything. So what was the idea behind that, Joe? Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of funny where, where this kind of stemmed from was, you know, there's a lot of memes and jokes about golf, like, Oh, there's a par three over water or a long par five. Um, you know, carry, I'm, I'm not going to play my, my Titleist. I'm right. not going to play my whatever ball. And, you know, if, I, I've never really understood that because if you're trying to carry a long par three, a long par five, wouldn't you want the best performance out of your golf ball? I wouldn't want to play a range ball. Exactly. And, you know, and there's, you know, there, <laughs> the, the, the idea of the pricing thing kind of came from, you know, if you think about it, the average player, what loses somewhere, I don't know, roughly three to five golf balls around somewhere in that, you know, depending obviously their handicap, but I would say that's kind of a rough average of, of balls that then, you know, yep. balls are expensive when it, when you get down to it. And, um, that was something else that we were trying to just talk about that was different was nobody talks about the price of a golf ball. Right. It's just, let's walk into a pro shop and hope that I'm not getting completely hosed here because of the logo that's on the golf ball or because tiger won with it or whatever the week before. So, um, you know, we, like you said, we're, we're very transparent uh, it's called the player packed on there about, you know, what we pay for the golf ball and, and the shipping and the tariffs and the storage and the, and everything on there. So again, just trying to be a little more transparent and all inclusive about what it really does cost to put, you know, product on the, on the shelves of a, of, of a, of a website, uh, especially a golf website. I mean, the, the golf industry is notoriously low on margins. So a discount in the golf world, I'm sure you've seen at a golf shop, you know, they'll have a driver for 20% off and, that's probably what the golf shop is making on it. To be honest with you, it's just a low margin, um, equipment in general is just a very low margin item. So, um, yeah, we just, we just thought that that was a better way to connect with our consumer and say, Hey, you're not getting ripped off here. Here's, here's what the ball cost us. And, um, you know, just being transparent and honest with our, with our customers. So I like that too. Cause, uh, we've had Joshua Haywood on the pod in the past. Uh, I talked oh, cool. to him, I talked to him pretty regularly. You guys did a, by the way, by the way, their stuff is awesome. I, pl <laughs> I play all, all four wedges in my bag, 48, cool. 52, 56, 60 are from, uh, from Joshua. So, um, we've had him on the pod in the past. I need to get him back on. Cause it's been a while. It's been uh pretty close to a year, I think. So you guys did a giveaway kind of to help launch the brand and whatnot with them. So that was another thing uh -huh. that kind of got 
got me uh, connected and on to you guys. And and he does the same thing. He doesn't tell us exactly how much it costs to to make the clubs, but selling a set of items for eight hundred bucks or seven hundred USD is uh, is a margin that a lot of people can get along with. And um, a few mm-hmm. of my a few of my buddies that I play with regularly have gone and got. Uh, I'm a lefty, so he uh, at the time they didn't have the um, like their signature irons in uh, in left hand, so. Um, or their, their, I guess their MB, sorry. So they're, uh, like their players irons were only in right hand. Mm-hmm. So, um, a couple of my buddies though, who are lower, uh, or higher handicaps went over and got them, which is, uh, which is really cool. cool. So yeah, I love what they're doing. Um, my buddy, John, who's involved with uncommon, he's, he has one of their driving irons and the thing is hot. It, yeah. that thing flies. I love the way it looks on the ground. It's, they make, they make great stuff too. It's beautiful. Yeah, their uh, their wedges. I love how simple they are. They're just very clean. It just has kind of his, you know, his uh, last name or whatever kind of etched in the back of it. I have the black like PVD finish. Um, they're great, cool. great, great iron. So, um, yeah. now have you guys talked about like I know you got a couple other things: teas, towel, hat, water bottles, just uh, some accessories and whatnot. Have you guys talked about yeah. adding anything else to the lineup, whether it be, um, you know, just accessories or any other uh, like golf items as well? We have. Um, it's a it's a topic of conversation that the whole team is always throwing their two cents in. You know who you know. Uh, again, like I said at the beginning, was we're we're really trying to make product that is special, and that people can gravitate towards too. And you know, you look at what Malvin is doing and Random Golf Club, and there's a lot of products out there that are truly uniquely special, especially in golf right now. It's really cool to see the influence of kind of that street skate board sport mentality. Um, and so for us, it's, it's just a matter of pulling the trigger and honestly spending the money and committing to that, um, and, and saying, yes, we are going to be in the apparel business, or we are going to be in the accessories business. But, um, for the time being, we need to hone the, the, the knife of, of the, of the uncommon brand a little more before we dive into that. So yes, to answer your question, I think it will be in the near future. We just need to, we just need to put our foot down and commit to something because it's, uh, it's, it's pretty wild what's going out there right now in the, in the fulfillment world and getting products from overseas. And um, the timelines are really all up in the air right now, um, which obviously makes the margins up in the air. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to commit to that right now. So I think, I think it'll happen in the, in the future, but yeah, we'll see what happens. So. Yeah. A friend of ours uh, down at Squares Golf, he was mentioning how they've got a, a shipment of shoes that are kind of stranded right now. And, and I feel bad for so many companies that are kind of going through that because it's tough enough time as it is, right. Let alone, uh, not being able to get your product in and, uh, you know, fulfill yeah. any orders and whatnot, but, um, well, you I, try and order anything right now, a car, a front door for your house. I mean, anything right now is just wild, you know, and yeah. we're all, nobody's safe from it and including a common. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I got a new truck and it's just kind of like just somewhere on its way somewhere or being <laughs> Jeez, built again. Yeah. So, so it's, oh uh, I did order actually, I did order the cyber truck. Um, I oh, saw okay, cool. AJ from Cobra golf posted it, uh, posted how he had ordered it the other day. Um, and I sent him a screenshot of mine from almost two years ago to the day that I placed the order. And he was just like, expletive he was just like oh damn like i (laughs) am i gonna have to wait that long so i said i hope not but uh yeah so another one coming in the meantime but um now i think maybe i never really thought about it but i used to have a bmx background and i've never talked about that on the pod gave that up when i was really young my shins uh could definitely show that i have a a bmx background wasn't oh yeah uh, those pedals are no joke (laughs) oh no i was not uh was not a very good skater a bunch of my buddies obviously were we'd go to the same spots and whatnot but uh Mm -hmm. 
it is definitely cool and it kind of reminds me of uh of those days so I, I like that throwback a little bit um the artist series before i have to let you go joe i just wanted to talk about the artist series a little bit i saw you guys posted on uh, on your website and a lot of your uh your posts on your on your social media are, are about the artist series can you explain that a little bit yeah 100 percent. so on the website there is a handful of of artists um there there's there's artwork on there that that we support the artists who who are we're, we're actually selling their prints on our on our website and okay. where this came from was you know if you think about it you know these these artists they get a lot of love in the in the golf world um and you know there's a lot of cool pages that are dedicated to them and um and we just thought of a way we were trying we tried to come up with a way that we could talk about them and highlight them and honestly give back to them and so we we kind of narrowed down to a handful of artists that we love and and we follow and um we wanted to support and so uh, while you're on uncommon.golf, please go and check out their their prints on there. Um, the proceeds do go do, go directly back to those guys um, and help them fund what they're doing. And um, there's some really really cool stuff on there. Um, I'm really proud of that because it's something again totally different in the golf world. Nobody else's that I know of is really um, supporting and talking about these guys as much as we are. And we want to give back to to those guys as much as we can because they add a ton of flavor and flair to to not only golf world but also to uncommon. They they back us so. Yeah, it's uh, it reminds me of a friend of mine who's come on the pod here in the past. Uh, one of the guys I golf with like almost every other round. Um, he owns a like a fine dining restaurant. Gives up uh-huh. his walls to local artists. They can come in, hang their artwork, uh-huh. and you know while cool. we're in there dining, we can have a look at it, purchase it. Goes directly to those uh, to those artists, yeah. and then it also gives him a you know um makes his restaurant look good in the process in the you know in the process too right so it's it's kind of oh cool. yeah it's um yeah. it's nice how you give, can kinda, give, right yeah it's nice how we can all kind of share those things and, and that's kind of the idea of this podcast and it sounds like what you guys are doing is to just connect as many people as we can in the community uh build the game make it as strong as we can but um before i let you go yeah. joe can we grab your you know your instagram handles any of your social medias your website um People that are listening this far really appreciate it. Um, if you don't catch them here, you can go down again. I'll uh, I'll link them all below. But uh, if you don't mind sharing cool. them with us, yeah, we're just uncommon golf and on Instagram, and then uncommon dot golf on on the website. Um, we are only selling product right now on our website, so that is really the only place that it lives where you can buy it. Um, you know, we're strictly a D to C company, so um, check us out. We, we'd love to share and talk about the brand with us, and hit us up on messages. We try and chat with everybody and. Love to hear everybody's coming from and their stories, and um, we've we've met some of the the best uh, the best relationships that have been created from just hitting up people randomly on Instagram, like you, just just saying what's up, you know. So absolutely, been, yeah, been fun. Yeah, I probably just right I don't really remember. I probably just saw a post, liked it or whatever, and then you know, often I'll kind of reach out, message people, or or you know, lately we've actually been getting a lot of really good feedback um, on the podcast. So we got a really nice message from a gentleman gentleman named matt the lefty kind of like to you know give a shout out so thanks matt didn't know the guy before he sent out a message and said uh that he really likes the pod he's been listening to them so um yeah it's just really cool to kind of connect with people and that's how you and i got connected joe and uh yeah same type of thing just have a uh, conversation and at the very least we can talk about golf right especially in these colder climates i love it i love golf (laughs) (laughs) well thank you joe thank you yeah Yeah, thanks for having us on and merry christmas happy new year to you and your family and um thanks for the support We, we we love it so He's out in my ball and of course so I tee up I lose the ball and I re-up I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean Or maybe the beach And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it Second was blind, I see it Feel like it might be an average